Hey, this is Jim. You know, we always try to take care of those who uh, listen to the podcast or watch it on YouTube or are on our mailing list for 3sb.co. So on Sunday, April 25th, check out 3sb.co. You will see your sneak early access to our power and performance drop. Check it out Sunday, April 25th, 3sb.co. But this bike, dude, I, I went, I don't know if I told you, I went head over my on my bike. Oh my I'm just God. an idiot. I was hauling ass, too. It kind of gave me confidence that I'm like, all right, dude, I'm 32 and I'm 225 pounds, <laughs> and I, I walked away fine. Like, I, you know, you like yeah. you get less hurt as you get older. Yeah, yeah. Like, as, uh, playing basketball, dude, I, my goal was to bleed every game. Like, I just didn't give a shit. I didn't yeah. feel pain, you know, and you wake up, people are like, eh, all right. But, like, I've been falling. <laughs> Yeah, I'm falling in 12 years. I would basketball. not want to fall in my age right now. I well, I went flying. So it was such a spaz, like actual. I don't like brain fart or brain malfunction often. I don't love bugs, you know. And so I'm, I'm moving pretty good. And uh, something hits my chest, like kind of big. And I look down. And there's like some shit on my arm. I don't know what it is, bug or fucking bird. I don't know. So I go to slap it off, and my left hand. Just let go. No, it slams the brake. Oh, oh no. no. I know I'm an idiot. That's the front one, too. Front brake, bro. <laughs> I go flying and in midair. I'm like, oh, shit. And then I kind of kick the bike off me a little bit. Uh, it's like a little single speed, like racing bike. So it's super light, not a big deal. Bicycle for folks out there. I don't do all that shit. And then, and then I eat it and then I'm down there. I'm like, oh, fuck. I do like a little body check. This is bleeding pretty bad, but I'm like, I feel it. I'm like, oh, that's nothing. A little burn, I look, and like a tiny burn. This was only like three days ago. Nothing. Mm. There's nothing. And I fucking ate it. I'm like, dude, wow. I'm fucking turn into Wolverine. And were you like there. loose, like flying through the air loose, or were you like about to brace real hard? Oh, I don't know. Because it was kind of quick, you know? Because, yeah. again, I'm not like used to Again, in basketball, like you learn how to fall, and you learn how to... I haven't fallen in 12 years. I don't know. Wow. It just happened so quick. But I know I, I didn't hit my head. I touched my head right away. I'm like, oh, I'm good. Arm, arm hurt a little bit, and I just got up. I'm like, fuck, that was weird. I'm heading home. I'm an idiot. I wish it was a cooler story, you know, like yeah. a fucking fighting a mountain lion or something, but it wasn't. Yeah, but it was a bug. I, I think it was like a, a bug. A bug threw you off the bike. <laughs> Flung me, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking rocketeering. Um, we're here with the one and only Barquan, Barbara Brigade. Just kidding. Just kidding films. Just kidding news. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about Dive Deep. I actually found a really uh, a good piece by, um, I wish I remembered his name, but he was basically two chains um manager and producer for a while and he talked about how much um like what music is and and what and i encountered that i saw a tweet where someone said what america's really good at mm. and they didn't put this on there but i think what america's actually best at is um culture although we don't have a culture right because we are a mixing pot we worldwide what spreads most from america culture music yeah movies all these things. Um, and that's where my head goes when someone says culture. And maybe that's just because that's what I'm into. I'm into music. I'm into clothes. I'm into sneakers. I'm into um, basketball, stuff like that. And that always influences culture a lot. And especially hip hop in 2021 is arguably like the culture yeah. uh, of clothing and stuff like that. Yeah. But Jim brought up a really good point of how influencers, content creators, fitspos, Bart's a fitspo. He doesn't want to be one, but 
those are they're influencing people, even though that term is shitty. We just don't have another term right now. Yeah. Um, or, it sounds almost shady. No, it's Are you sucks. influencing me? I was in a meeting the other day. Yeah. I don't want to throw shade in it, but they like kept referring me to that too. Yeah. And I, and it, 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 what I don't like is that it, I feel like it, it dumbs down anything that established you an audience. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. Like, I, oh, I almost well, like content creator more than No, influencer, I say that all the time, yeah. But even that's kind of weird. Because I don't know, it's just it's we Content. haven't found the we haven't found the right word for it. Well, no, that's why I say and, I'm like a coach. I say like I'm coach and I, I do podcasting. That makes me feel better. And maybe this is an ego driven thing. We're like, or I say like, oh yeah, my buddy Bart. A little bit, but I get it. Yeah, I say, but my buddy Bart's uh, he's super into fitness, but he's a comedian. That's what I mm-hmm. if I'm explaining what you I do see. to people, yeah. rather than like, yeah, my Bart, he's Instagram famous. Yeah, he's my best friend. <laughs> I think though, if you do, you know, if you do uh, podcast, you do YouTube, you do content specific for other platforms or whatever. Content creator is like the only umbrella term I can yeah. think of. Well, and then it gets so overused. Like in 2010, for you to like make a living and be like, yeah, I'm a YouTuber, it's kind of cool. Yeah. But now like <laughs> 2021 to say I'm a YouTuber just feels kind of weird. Yeah. Especially people who have like 100 subs and they say they're a YouTuber. Yeah. You see a lot of that. Yeah. Or people like, I want to be an influencer. I think that influencer is something that you can look back and say, oh, I became an influencer instead of like, I want to be an influencer. Right. Or, oh, or, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, or like what audience... Yeah, why'd you grab your audience? Like, what craft did you master to get that? Mm-hmm. And and that's no shade on people that are just flat out entertaining and they make content. I like that too. Or charismatic too. I love yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that could be your talent though. Like, yeah. oh no, yeah, I'm like I'm not a comedian, but yeah, I can just talk kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> like like that's probably my number one skill. Like I don't really have a skill. Like I'm really into fitness and I can coach you, but I can talk okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of why I am who I am. Uh, which is also I think better than the term influencer because yeah, like Jim said, and you and I talked about it like six years ago. I think the first person came to you like, what do you want to do for a living? There's stories you tell me that you probably never remember, and I remember deeply because I think they're so funny. And uh, they're like, "Yeah, I want to be like a Fitzbo," and you're like, "Oh, for a career?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so like, that's like a thing of influencing now, or yeah. like you know the girls or guys that literally just show abs or ass to become popular. They have no coaching skill, no nutrition, no background. They're just really good looking. Yeah, uh, gives a negative term. But on top of that layer, whether you're a content creator, YouTuber, whoever, are these people two twofold? actually creating culture and spreading it or are they literally yeah just a vessel to spread other people's culture doubling down on what's already out there right you know like and everyone does to some extent like i i love tall tees i I wore my entire life like despite being short they make they make me look they make me look terrible i have the least made physique to wear tall tees no you look great in them though Dude, now you're just saying that, right? Damn it. You don't mean it. I do mean it. I don't look I'm great. I'm influencing you. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, I'm hot. Uh, you know, like my physique's not made for it. Yeah, I'm 5'9", I'm 225, not made for the boxy look. Typically a taller, skinnier guy would look. But basketball, they wore it. This was popular up until like 2007, 2008. Yeah. And then now it's coming back. I love it. So we design a lot of our clothes around that because it's what I love. I think it's functional. I think it feels good. I think it looks good on most people. And, and it's in style. But I would never say... I created that culture. Yeah. Maybe I created that culture within like 10 people in our gym because they didn't know or realize hmm. this stuff's back or it's comfy. There, there's a generation that never wore a tall tee. How sad is that? Yeah. That's right? True. The yeah. kids that were in like fourth grade when we were in high school rocking tall tees never wore a tall tee. Yeah. And then now they're getting their first taste and we're like, dude, this shirt is kind of comfy. Why was I squeezing myself like a sausage in these, <laughs> you know, yeah, fitness yeah. tees? But yeah. even me, like I would never say I created culture per se. Yeah. 
but there has to be some. There, there's culture made. There's, there's Twitch culture. I, I know you're not super into Twitch, but Twitch is weird because it has a weird culture. There's like a hundred phrases on Twitch that you only know if you watch Twitch. Yeah, I don't know if, uh, like, I think it's hard to like completely, like, originate culture. Sure. Because I almost see culture as like, you ever play with um, like Gak? Yeah, the green goo. Yeah, shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I feel like culture. It's like <laughs> that's so funny that you remember the actual term because I would say green goo. Yeah, but like, you remember the company yeah, name. Yeah. yeah. So like you kind of push it right. Yeah. And it kind of like squeezes out in certain areas, and kind of like uh, I think J Cole talked about this, but he doesn't think there's any original creative idea, right? Because everyone's sure. inspired mm-hmm. by someone else. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like culture is also like that, where things are kind of like pushed from this area, and you kind of see it kind of like come over here. But if you look deep enough or if you know enough, you know where it came from. Yeah. So everything kind of is part of like a culture that's like squeezed out and then it's just constantly moving. I yeah. uh, I think because I'm a hipster hater, I like that original shit. I am kind of, I don't want to be the guy, but I am the guy. But like, it's so hard to find. Like, n- no. name me something. I was going to go. No, I'm going. No, I'm going to okay, do go. it right now. Right, but there's, there's a couple things. Like, I'm, I am that guy, like, uh, Bart's like, oh, I like J. Cole. I said, name six of his songs, Bart. You know, and you're like, yeah. uh, you know, like, I'm that. Middle child. <laughs> I'm that fucking weirdo, you know, or like, yeah. like, oh, J. Cole's on the radio now. Like, yeah, that stuff's all right. Like, I like his mixtapes, you yeah. know. The term hella. Okay. As a kid, I would travel. And I would say hella, and no people thought that was so stupid. Yeah. Not from anywhere. Okay. You know where that's from? English. <laughs> the English culture. It's from it's from the it's from the Bay Area in Sacramento. Hella? It's, yeah. It's not from uh, San Francisco. Yeah, the Bay Area. Oh, okay, Bay Area. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know where that's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, so like that has to have a trace somewhere. I, I heard it the first time in high school. Yeah. One of my friends that I met, he was from, from San Francisco. Yeah. And so in, when we were in like growing up, I remember I, I would say hello all the time. People look at me all weird. Yeah. But now there's people, everyone on the East Coast says hello. Mm-hmm. UK yeah. folks say hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's literally over 10 years. Yeah. And yeah, you can't root it to Tupac said it in this one song. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty tightly rooted. That, I mean that the 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 gak is really thin there and it's really long, <laughs> but it's still attached to the English gak for sure. For sure, gack. I'm just saying yeah. I like I like I think in Jim and I've talked about culture too. Like and you're like this as well. Basketball, hip hop have these cultures yeah. that they like to respect the past or the roots. Yeah, um, like Wu Tang. Like people that like Wu Tang are like a kung, they're kung fu nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're gangsters, kind yeah, of, yeah. but they're not like gangster rap. That's like yeah. West Coast. They're kung fu nerds. They love it, yeah. And that's why all their albums are kind of based around shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Like I like that rather than there's someone out there with a, a Wu Tang tattoo or throws up the W and yeah. doesn't have a clue what's fucking going on. Yeah, yeah. Like I like the roots of culture and like the meaning behind culture. I, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you by any means. It, it, you can't pinpoint yeah. shit. Yeah. And because everyone takes it right away. As soon as it's semi-cool, someone's taking it and making yeah. it their own shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is the beauty of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there has to be some like there's YouTube culture like like uh, like shitty comments. Yeah. Like shitty comments have always ex- existed, right? Yeah. Like the girl walking by the street, and then the other girls here, and the, the mean girl. Yeah. Oh, that girl's dress is fucking ugly. Yeah. Like that's a mean comment. Yeah. But everyone who's watched YouTube or done YouTube knows that it's chaos down in them yeah. comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's a cultural thing. Yeah. You know, Reddit is particularly strong in that because there are certain categories of jokes. Yeah. And then you know you're going to see these five things on any post that is yeah. that leans in a particular direction. Right, or, or even beyond that. I, it might have been YouTube, right? But, like, on everything, everywhere now, someone who's popular posts something, someone's typed in first. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> on still, yeah, 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 still, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, true. And, yeah, we don't know the root of that and that spread, like you said, yeah. the amoeba to Instagram and yeah. amoeba to TikTok yeah. and stuff like that. Um, 
But do you think that there is real, like, yeah, I guess, influencer or cultures being made by these people? And I, I'm, I'm a hater, so I would probably say no, because I think a lot of these people, and I'm one of them, so it kind of sucks on the, on the <laughs> F-less scale of these people, yeah. um, don't master a craft. And I think you have to master, like a good musician has to master the piano before you really can get creative with the piano. You don't have to I don't be, think that's necessarily true. So I was going to say you don't yeah. have to be the best piano player in the world. Yeah. But you have to have some skills to be able to express it, I think. And that's, it depends. That's very true. It, it depends on topic. Yeah, that's very true. The way that I see it, and uh, I actually, I guess, got to this epiphany through watching Taika, my son. Yeah. And I think, um, I think everyone is born creative. That's sure. what I think. And I think everyone's born creative and expressive. I don't know a single kid that's not out of their mind going nuts, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then I think as society, we start giving them rules to mm-hmm. keep them, whether it's to keep them safe or to be to have them be like a stand-up like young lady or young man yeah. or whatever. And then you start limiting the uh, the creativity. But then the skills that they develop, I think the skills that they develop are to help them channel that creativity. Sure. Express. So for example, like uh, I love singers, right? And you hear Usher sing, and you're like, oh my God, that's so crazy. And it's not that he can feel more emotions than me. Because when he sings, I feel what he's singing. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's just that his skill level is at such a high point, he can articulate what he's feeling. Right. So I think uh, going with the whole creativity and skill set, I think you only need enough skill to match your creativity. Yeah. To so if it. you're a fucking genius, I think you're going to need some like classically trained level skill to match that creativity. But if in your brain you're only doing like blue circles and yellow triangles, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you can master those two shapes, True. you're good. You're doing that all day. <laughs> so you think everyone... <laughs> <laughs> like like Taylor Swift, for example, yeah, right? Yeah. Like she doesn't need to be an opera singer to make better music. Yeah, her yeah. chords are pretty basic. Because what's going on in her brain is, is just that. You heard it for here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mark Juan said Tay-Tay is an idiot. Yeah, but you take like someone like Bruno Mars. Right, or Prince. or yeah, yeah, and if you like dumb down their vocals, it might not fully express what's going on in there. Yeah. Now, I was watching this video last night on YouTube, and this guy takes uh, popular music, and he's able to like sample it out so that you can... He's actually getting separate tracks. Yeah. yeah. And he was looking at um, Boston. The group Boston. I know this is old, but anyway. <laughs> um, but the the vocalist for lead vocalist for for Boston or most of their music has a really amazing voice, and everybody thinks about it as being very very true. And the thing about Boston is the guy who was the lead of of Boston. He was very much into technology and like perfecting the recording process mm-hmm. and whatever. And so this guy took the the tracks. And he would play the vocal, sort of isolated vocal, uh, so that you could just really concentrate on the guy's voice. And then he can manipulate it so that it, so that all the, the pitch was perfect Yeah, and play them side by side. Sure. Like a drum machine versus a live studio. Drums. Right. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is that it isn't... It, it's not very far off, number one. But yeah. It's not better when it's perfect. Sure. It's yeah. actually better when it's a little bit imperfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's same with like jazz and like people playing music, like jazz especially or something. There might or even be- like if Quinn Kanye sings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for he sure. He actually sucks at singing. No, yeah. But it, the skill is perfect for what he's trying to express. Right. And if you took a better singer, it kind of ruins no, what he's singing. No, it would sound weird. Yeah. Yeah, it would sound really weird. Uh, yeah. That is interesting. And um, then so like, like with the whole culture thing, I think people that are trying to like, uh, like curate it. Yeah. 
I think whatever culture they're trying to curate or put out there, as long as their skill level matches what they're trying to put out, I think that's great. But if they're like, if they're trying to put out some crazy, sophisticated culture, but then like a straight up dumbass or they are not well read or anything, then you look like a tryhard. Yeah, then it it doesn't feel authentic, and you don't you don't you don't feel it, you know? Yeah, that is interesting because I I even talked about it this morning on on just like an Instagram story. My uh, like dream skill is to be able to sing. And I went to an art school my whole life, and I can sing. Uh, I, I know pitch. I know basic music theory. I've sung a choir for eight years. Let me um, hear something. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> he's, he's actually not kidding. He has no, yeah, voice. No, he yeah. knows. He's fucked with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. We, that's like our number one thing when we drive is we just turn on like R&B and we sing. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bark and sing, sing. But like I just uh, don't yeah. I don't like my voice. Yeah. I just don't have a great voice, which some is genetics. Yeah. And kind of yeah. like you said, like maybe my genetics, which uh, in terms of creativity, might you could throw in the intelligence, doesn't match what I want to yeah. release, yeah. you know, so yeah, that yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Um, but you just got to smoke more cigarettes and get that raspiness in there. Yeah, that's why I'll fake it. Yeah, I fake <laughs> yeah. it. Eat a, eat give a your voice screws. Give your voice color by destroying yeah, it. Yeah, eat some tax. But that is a thing that has to line up. Um, and I think maybe that's where even content, to me, goes through this evolution of of not feeling authentic anymore. Because these guys may not have a skill of charisma, teaching, comedy, whatever, but they've gained some success, automatically go to like a Hollywood level of production, you know, and now they're vlogging with a Hollywood production, but they have nothing to say, they have nothing to do, they have nothing to tell, yeah. which is kind of similar to the outlet versus the creativity yeah. not matching up in a way. There's also like the whole market uh, aspect of it, right? For sure. Like, you know, if you're yeah, trying, how things are received is yeah, different. If you're trying to sell like a Rolodex to like, I don't know, first graders, they're like, what's that? Yeah. Right? right. They don't care. They're like, I don't even they have don't enough the friends to, yeah. put, to all, put all my friends' phone numbers on there. So like the people that uh, are able to um get like the hollywood production level vlogs or whatever there is a market for that for sure. and so that that person might be a dumbass to you but is probably connecting with all kinds of people no 100 100 and not a dumbass to me but like i feel like you do lose uh that authenticity of creation and i think mm-hmm. a lot of youtubers yeah, yeah, yeah. or people would agree yeah they'd be like yeah man this was fun but now i have to vlog every day and now i have to jump I off see. a roof yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i mean they yeah. would probably agree with that it's not because once you monetize something make it a business or even just gain some momentum from an audience, um, all of it changes. Yeah. yeah. Because it isn't just now skill create. Yeah. Skill create. There's it, more in factors. Yeah. And I think because I'm on like almost both sides, like I feel like I'm a consumer. I also create. Like I feel like I'm like all over the place. Um, I'm kind of like a lover and a hater at the same time. So like, you know, when uh, like Virgil Abloh is coming out with like the off-white stuff. Yeah. I'm like text with quotation marks <laughs> like a thousand dollars you know but then like when i remove that part of my brain and i just see the photos i'm like that does look pretty sick actually. yeah they look good <laughs> you know yeah so it's kind of like it's and and if other people don't have the manufacturing and designing and creation part of it they're only enjoying the that yeah. sick part of it you know yeah. that's true yeah. i have issues being the pure consumer in a lot of aspects because I, I did dabble or yeah, because I'm a hater. Yeah, you see the back end of it. Yeah, I just, I'm just a hater, too. Yeah. And so, like, I just critique the fuck out of it. Like, music's one that I could think I can be pure consumer. Yeah. Movies, you know, like, mm. other things I can just enjoy. Yeah. And those are things that, yeah, like, I don't do. I don't, because mm. even someone said, like, oh, yeah, you should work, go get vocal lessons again. And, you know, I'm like, nah. <laughs> no. I just want to consume it, you know? <laughs> like, I would like to play music again. Like, yeah. I, I played, you know, quote-unquote semi-professionally or whatever, but... Like, yeah, I'll just leave that to you me. You should follow this IG called They Have the Range. Are they ripped? 
they uh, so they'll take someone like the most recent one right now is Usher, yeah, his superstar song, and they play his like riff in the beginning, yeah, and then just on be, a piano or something or the actual song, just the actual song, yeah. and then they it's a challenge. So all kinds of singers, um, they sing like people like the play that sing gospel, sure. vocal mm-hmm. teachers, whatever. And you just realize how talented this world is. Yeah. Because there's like millions of people that just nail it. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. 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 That's that's again going to like the create skill and then now making money or becoming quote unquote famous. Like Usher is so different because it's opportunity, it's luck. He can dance, he yeah. has the look. Yeah. He, like there could be a billion singers actually better than Usher, and he's yeah. a really good singer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it just doesn't work that way in any of this. Even with fighters, right? Like no, there's people that sure. like beat the shit out of everyone in the gym, mm-hmm. but are they, are they charismatic yeah. at the press conference when they show up at the day of the fight? They get their ass whipped because they can't fight under the lights. Can they even handle a contract meeting with Dana? Like yeah. I don't know if it's real or not, but I think it is. Bones Jones had a meeting last night with Dana White, one on one. Yeah, one on one. Could whatever fighter do that and not sound like an idiot or undersell himself or oversell himself and just ruin that deal? Yeah. Like Bones brought, it sounds like he got a deal done. So he said the right things. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it is, it's so multifactor. Like, yes, he can whoop anyone's ass. Yeah. Uh, but can you do this other shit? Yeah. The other, the other question that, that led into this and, and we'll, we'll bring it to fitness because it's the most clear cut to me, but we might be able to spread it to comedy or, or something else with cre- content creation and the growth of someone and they now have a voice and an audience. Um, where do the lines draw or what's your personal opinion and maybe what's your broad opinion from like a maybe consumer standpoint and from your personal, which I've seen grow and change over whatever your 15 years doing this of, of, of being morally responsible. And what do I mean by that is probably all we could do is buy our own code because we all have different codes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that mm-hmm. you live by, or uh, hopefully if you're over the age of 20 you start to contemplate these things where your lines are that you think's what's a good human thing to do what you're willing to do and not willing to do um, and how you try to live business life personal life and your everyday life when does that start to be and so in fitness the easiest one is um is it you know semi-evidence-based yeah yeah do you believe in what you're selling do you believe in what you're coaching do you believe in what you're doing do you believe in what you're telling um are you like more bro sciencey or or or, yeah yeah or or even like yeah but that and you have to have knowledge that you're right or wrong it's like selling something you're not willing or like saying deadlifts suck just because it's trendy although you think deadlifts are awesome yeah Mm -hmm. right um it's what impact are you going to have on the audience that you have yeah like how are they going to react to what you're saying yeah are they going to follow what you said just because you said it and are you just saying it because you know the follow right because right like i could go out there right now chicken and egg yeah i could do a bunch of videos and just to get a following on and say some dog shit about steroids and whatever right yeah or i could just be a little more vanilla which i am and just teach you what i think actually helps and works and i don't knock the bro science guys because i think some of them they truly believe in their practices yeah yeah yeah. right so i don't knock them because i think that on the moral code they're still probably hitting it yeah because they believe they're helping they're doing what's true to them right yeah they're not doing it maliciously they're not telling you to eat tilapia because they want you to fucking choke on fish they think that's the only way to get jacked yeah um and again, it expands to other things. And then, and then, yeah, where, where does that line draw of what you, you talk about or what you promote? And especially this last year, and we don't have to dive too deep if you don't want, it's up to you, uh, of politics. Uh, the whole, you know, the Kaepernick is the best, the, the best um, thing. And I think about this a lot with myself is where does that line draw is like, I'm a football player. I play football. I have these beliefs. Where do I share them? I think it's, uh, I think the biggest thing that a lot of people forget and I think we, we all remembered earlier on that like social media was more of a two-way street. Like it's not just 
my account, but there's an audience. Yeah. So mm-hmm. kind of like at any concert or any show, you perform something, you're going to get applause or you get booed, and it goes back and forth, right? And that's the relationship. And I think in terms of morality, as long as you're doing what's true to you, I think that's the best way to go about it. But you also have to have realistic expectations that there's always going to be a consequence to what you say. Yeah. Always, right? So right now we're seeing, like we were just talking about this earlier, we're seeing a lot of athletes kind of take the political road yeah. and almost take away all their fitness posts or whatever. And they're, they and I feel their pain because they see like what's going on in the world. So from their perspective, they're probably thinking, why is everyone so dumb? Everyone wake the fuck up. This is the yeah. right way, yeah. right? But also managing the expectation, like if you're going up to someone, just strangers, and you're just grabbing them by the shirt, hey, you stupid fuck. The expectation yeah. is probably like, get off me. Yeah. Uh, blocking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Versus, yeah. So it's Unfollow, almost yeah. Yeah, it's almost the reverse of what you want because you're trying to do some good. You're trying to go, hey guys, wake up! Like you know, we we gotta understand the things that are going sure. on. But the way you're going about it is just as important as what you're trying to deliver. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the part that like you kind of really have to um, like manage everything. Yeah. So even for me, like. I try to stay as apolitical, a everything as possible. I just want to promote more. I think the things I like to promote more are more character based, like work hard, you know, mm. like be loyal to your friends, be loving, uh, try to like see the brighter side of things at all times. Like that's kind of like what I try to promote. Yeah. Things that I think are universally positive traits that people like. Yeah. Um, but if but there are times where I do feel like the world is going. Uh, a certain way so if i do put something that's kind of against the grain or kind of political or or even more like social commentary i also try to keep in mind what the consequence of it is because on the inside i do want to go wake the fuck up you dumb fuck <laughs> yeah but i also know it's just gonna backfire right so, i think it'll back can backfire two ways it can backfire yeah. in one no one's ever if you're like uh, Biden and I'm like Trump and yeah, you're yeah. like Biden and I scream louder and I say yeah. no Bart you must listen to Trump yeah 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 that's never made you switch your vote never um, so how are we delivering this thing yes and then I think yeah the other one you were talking about was like intent what's your intent is your intent to sell them on your idea is intent just to maybe help yeah. because I think if you do stay true to yourself and you're you're true with your messaging even yeah. if you're not chances are if you have an audience you're decent at delivering yeah. Right. Whether it's a podcast, a YouTube, Instagram, you're decent at that medium of delivery. If your intent is true, the message will come true. If it's not, it won't. Yeah. It'll sound like a sell. It'll yeah, yeah, sound yeah. like I'm selling you on Trump. Yeah. yeah rather yeah. than just explaining or telling you, coaching you how I normally would on why. And it, where it, I made this Trump Biden thing up, boys, before you guys get <laughs> weird out there. But <laughs> this is an analogy. Yeah. Uh, but me, me, me telling you why I am of this view. Yeah, that will come across normal for me because I'm a coach and I teach you how to deadlift. So now I'm going to teach you why my I believe the same way I'm going to teach you why I think the pause deadlift is good is the same way I'm going to teach you why I think taxes are good or, or or this is good, right? Yeah. Rather than like you said, if it's not true, your messaging is going to come across like I'm fucking grabbing you by the throat and screaming at you my beliefs. Yeah, I think that the people who are screaming the loudest sometimes are the people who are trying to convince themselves that they're still correct. Yeah, you're buying yeah. in. Yeah. So yeah. like, if I can get people to follow this idea, then I'm validating my my own idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know? true, true. Especially online, right? Because like, if my views, there's little things like you know, like me and Bart both agree the barbell's a good tool. Yeah, we never, we've never once talked about that. 
Because we just agree on it. Yeah, that's true. If we disagreed and I'm the only one in this entire room that thinks the barbell is a really good tool, I'd probably go online and be like, there's got to be someone else that thinks the barbell is a good tool. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. I'm screaming out like, barbells! And they're all like, kettlebells. And I'm like, fuck, I am alone, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's not everyone because some people are just vocal. And then and then like the 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 phrases start to throw out, right? And people like that I think are so stuck in the media and radio. But like the phrase, and this does have tons of application, but not in this sense to me. Um, if, if you say nothing, you're doing nothing. Or if you're saying nothing, you're part of the problem. Yeah, right. I, I hate that actually. I do too because, yes, if I see a man getting innocently beat up right in front of me, and I do nothing, I'm yeah. part of the problem. Yeah. I can go fix that. Yeah. But just to me, have to go on my YouTube channel, which I'm trying to spread positivity. I'm trying to talk about hard work and I'm trying to help people live a happier, healthier life and share my experiences. And I go on there and just talk about brutality all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. Yeah. So so just because I'm not talking about it on my YouTube doesn't mean that I don't believe in it or I'm not doing it in my everyday life. I've stopped fights in my everyday life. Yeah. Doesn't mean I have to go on my YouTube and in an intro of this podcast every single time say, hey, if you see a fight, you better go stop it, Timmy. Yeah. Right? And, and there's so many ways to look at it too where there's like the first one um, for me, it's I like to go with, I like to ask experts on things, right? Sure. So I'm not going to go to like Best Buy and ask them like, what's the best way to make a pizza? Right. Because they probably know about like, I don't know, TVs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, MP3s. So when I do see athletes. Or just, nothings. Often yeah, they know that's, about nothing. That was exactly. a bad one, dude. Fuck Best Buy. Yeah. So when, when I see like, um, I don't know, like the first time when I see like athletes or celebrities talking about political yeah. things, my first go-to is like, what the fuck do you know? Yeah. It that's is my hard. Fir- that's my first thing. And then the other part, when I do see people asking people that are not in the politics about like what their position is or you're doing nothing saying nothing is even worse i'm like why yeah like it's it, it kind of blows my mind like why people even go there and i also think maybe that's to jim's point where there are people that are like this is how i feel but i don't know if i feel this is the right way i hope my favorite person yeah said mm, also agrees yeah, with me and yeah. maybe that's why they're looking for it but this it's just it's just so it's just so weird you know it does get it does get really complicated as you start to dive into it um because then I also feel, believe, like, because I've, I've had the same conversations in my head. Like, it, it, this this may be the hot take of the day, but I it, everyone's pushing everyone to vote all the time whenever there's an election. Mm, yeah, I don't want dumb, uneducated people voting. And yeah. I don't mean by education level, and I don't mean that. Mm. I mean that if you're informed, not going to... Informed people. If you're not going to read on the topic or the, 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 the person running mm-hmm. or the opposite person running, you're just checking off a box and taking my fate with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you agree with me and then you to totally vote and I don't care if you think about it at all. Uh, you know what I mean? But that's yeah. kind of the similar thing you're talking about. Like, yeah, if you don't, and, and then opposite that, who's to say the athlete, because we don't know, who's to say the athlete's mom wasn't a politician or they read everything about politics? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Yeah. Um, I actually think this might even be a hotter take. Take it, dude. But I think <laughs> voting stupid. Hit them. And you know why? That's because you're Chinese, dude. No, no, no. Now you're really getting into some shit. No, the re- and the reason why I say it's stupid is, uh, um, and I'm not saying like uh, in, in you hate general, democracy. Bart gen- hates no, democracy. No, no, I'm not saying yeah. in general, yeah. but I'm like, it's taking like the most fast food approach to deciding what to do, and then putting pen to paper, and now that's permanent. They've tried. Yeah, I mean, right? they they try to make it. Uh, Slick because like, it's radio ads. Like, where do you get real information? That's a whole another topic, right? Of the yeah. media yeah. and influence. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're just taking a radio ad. This this is brought to you by uh, Jim McDonald, who's running for senator. Yeah, throw your trash away. Trash is bad. Recycle, yeah, yeah, recycle, yeah, yeah, yeah. recycle. Like that's literally what you hear. And yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, I heard that McDonald name. Yeah, I do think you trash got is bad. This yeah. long. Yeah, to, I, I, to do get think, a I do think I do think trash is bad. All right, I'll vote for him. Yeah, because like <laughs> imagine even in like in a business, right? You're trying to release like let's say 
a pair of like performance shorts even, right? All right, and dude, plug away if you want. I know you got shorts coming <laughs> no, no, out. No, no, no. Let's say you're releasing performance shorts and there's like 12 of them. I think the worst way to go about it is, all right, here, I'm going to take this, pass it around to all like 50 people and like go the 50 people at Third Street, everyone vote what they want, right? You're just going to get a random arbitrary count. Right. Some mm-hmm. people, I like the way that looks. I like the way there's a zipper. I like there's this, right? Versus if you have someone explaining, you have a, a people sure. talking about, okay, so this one's better because it's like above the knee. Well, this one's like, you know, in trend, it's below the right. knee. This one stretches. This one's whatever. Or the can, application. They get to work yeah. out one week in each pair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you really dive deep and then now, okay, cool. We realize out of these 12, these six are garbage. Let's focus on this six. Yeah. And then once we get to a point where it's like, okay, cool. I think we narrowed it down to a few. Now it really just is like majority matters. Sure. Be, after we weeded out a ton of them, yeah, let's yeah. vote now because we just can't make up our mind. And we right? do that with like preliminary and all this, but it's still, that's a fast version of it too. It's yeah. a fast version that leads to a faster version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is kind of Because the way we get it now, it's like, here's your ballot. Tell me what you want. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Well, shit. Like, I don't even know. First of all, I don't even know what the, what this is, and then I don't know what the aftermath, and I don't even know the context of why. The, yeah, like well, some of them, like you see, you see, like what what you're voting on, like what the proposition is, and I don't even know the thought process of like getting here. Yeah, like I was I was reading on Instagram the other day. There's this guy. Uh, he was he's going around. He's like a Navy SEAL, and he's going around finding like funny laws in different states. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't o- you can't own uh, more than one dildo in Arizona. <laughs> Rightfully <laughs> so. Yeah. Rightfully so. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what? what's the thought process? <laughs> yeah. Does a double-headed one count as yeah. one or two? This is what, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What's the thought process? That also means people voted on it and no one thought this was weird. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, so I'm like, if things like that can, like, you can't sure. wash a donkey in a bathtub. Like, there's just all <laughs> kinds of weird stuff that's yeah. going on. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know if this yeah. is the best system. It's because it's money because it's turned yeah. into a business. It's yeah. turned into a system. So they slip different things in uh, of the bill. Hey, Bart's, a, Bart's brother's a dildo maker and, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a donkey washer yeah. and we both have friends in the Senate and we're you know slipping things in and yeah. slipping things in. We're like, all right, well, we actually just passed a bill to add two new stop signs. But at the bottom of the bill, because I'm paying for the stop sign with my donkey wash, yeah. they're slipping in that no donkeys and bathtubs because they got to come to Mikey's donkey wash. Yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah. that's literally how it works. Yeah. Here's my two minutes on why our politics are broken. Um, we're, <laughs> so you're going to get Jim going. This is we're, right we're, Jim's alley. Like we're, su- we're supposed to be uh, electing people who are, are big thinkers. They're supposed to be able to evaluate situations and decide the best thing to do. They're representing the people. They don't necessarily have to, in my mind, they don't necessarily have to do exactly what the people want. They, they need to do make an informed choice about what's the best yeah, for the most. way yeah. to go forward. We don't have that anymore for the most part. We've got a totally factionalized uh, electorate and the people that we elect. It's completely factionalized and they are always going to disagree with each other and there's no common ground anymore. And so then you have this initiative process where if you have enough money, if you're in your lobbying, lobbying organization, your, your association, your, your business in general, you can get something put on the ballot and you can just advertise the fuck out of it. You go straight to the people and it's the same thing. Is this a well, well-reasoned law? Maybe not. Probably not. Because it, it benefits a group of people. Yeah. Fucks up and, my dildo sessions. And probably disadvantages a group of people. Yeah. The, the problem is that we lost the common interest at some point. Yeah, we yeah. lost sight of the common interest. If we could get back to that somehow, yeah. things will not be so broken. I don't see. And because it. of that, happened in my lifetime. And because of that, it got so complicated that we don't know the repercussions 
six months, one year, ten years down the line, and that goes to bar. Yeah, they send you a pamphlet of, of, of factual yeah. stuff that says what's going on, but you don't know how that affects something else and something like I, yeah. I never studied these things, and yeah. I haven't been around for a hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what will happen to my taxes, to this, to that, to this, to my car, to my cousin, to my to my business. Like we have to go to our CPA. To say, hey, how is this affecting our business? I read this thing, but I don't know how that I affects don't understand my how business. It works. Yeah, it's yeah. too complicated yeah. for me. And then how will it affect my business four years from now? Like right. we don't no one knows. It's so it is. It's all behind it's the uh Wizard of Oz shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's all behind. Yeah, like behind the curtain. Yeah. There's a curtain oh, behind man. you right there. But yeah, the other part of it too, and I don't want to go keep going too long on this, but is <laughs> the 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 responsibility for knowing about something before you talk about it or and Having some sense of how it impacts your sure. your repercussions, like Bart said, yeah, to like start the whole thing. Repercussions, like uh, I think that there are certain things you can do. I think you can, you know, I don't. Uh, political correctness is a thing, but like, just not try not to offend anybody in a really obvious way. It's you know? so easy to not. Be there a are dick. so many words that <laughs> yeah. you should just not say because they're going to be offensive to yeah. people, right? Yeah. Um, on the flip side, this is actually a sp- specific question to you. I know that you put out a, a video about um, uh, stop Asian hate. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel like you were pr- maybe pressured because people uh, how people identify you to actually say something, or did you immediately say I need to say something? Uh, it was I need to say something. And what's funny is I think like for years, uh, both me and my partner Joe. Have been telling everyone in our like in our audience, we're fucking dumbasses. Don't ever ask us shit. So I think they've grown accustomed to that. Yeah. So they don't really ask us about anything that's going on. Which I'm like, thank God, because I'm a dumbass. There's really smart people out there go yeah. ask them things, right? Um, but when it comes to like self defense type stuff, which is not really political, mm-hmm. um, and like just self protection, self security. When it came to that, the reason why I felt compelled to say something was I noticed there was a very like sheepish attitude, almost like, what is everyone else going to do for me? And it broke my heart because I'm like, you know, if you've been in any real altercation, like if you got your ass beat in an alleyway or if you grew up in the hood or anything like that, you know that no one's going to help you but yourself. Mm-hmm. Like the, the bully doesn't stop until you kick him in the nuts or poke him in the eye or something like that, yeah. right? So for me, like... I really wanted to come out and say, like, we all have to be responsible for our own um, security. And at least with a lot of the other Asian American, um, I guess, influencers or whatever that I saw, most of them was more a cry for help. And I think that's good. It's getting awareness. Mm-hmm. We're on, like, CNN, on Fox, on, like, they are covering these sure. stories, which is good. So the awareness side is good. But then I just keep hearing the awareness side go on and it starts to turn more into like an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, step like to solve a problem, step one is you have to know. Yeah. Step two, it's like, okay, you have to now identify the problem. And then step three, create a plan and then execute the plan, right? But we're so focused on step one that I'm like, it's just gonna be one of those issues where Asians are just gonna keep getting beat up because all we're doing is crying all day. And so, like, for me, also, like, I wanna go out and go, everyone, stop being a fucking little bitch. You have to fucking defend yourself. Yeah, sure. But I also yeah, under- and if you're not defending yourself, defend your grandma because she can't do it exactly right. 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 Yeah. But then I also understand that like, if everyone is in like this mentality where they feel like feel helpless, coming out with the message that strong, uh, isn't gonna work. Yeah, you know, because it's they're they're gonna be like, well, why aren't the cops doing their job, or why aren't they doing their job? Why is this even happening? And so for me, I'm like, okay, I have to. So it actually took me like a, a 
almost a week of thinking about mm. how I want to properly voice what I want to say. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I have to relate it back to when I was a kid and when I really got bullied for the first time. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm really, I was really trying to relate, like, okay, the amount of helplessness that a lot of people feel, because I think people feel if I pay taxes and they go into law enforcement, shouldn't I be safe the whole time? Shouldn't my house not get burned down? Like, shouldn't like if I call 911, if I broke my leg, they should be here within 10 minutes? Like, it should, but then sure. there's also reality. Right. So I'm like, let me try to relate myself to when I was helpless, when I felt like none of the teachers were listening, everything that should happen wasn't happening, and what had to happen in order to kind of like flip the switch in my mind to understand my safety is my responsibility. So I was trying to relate that story with what I think was going on. And then so it's, it did take me a long time to yeah. find the right words. No, but it was perfect because I watched the whole thing too and I and I even related and that's coming from a normal ass white dude in America. You yeah. know, and I even related yeah. to that childhood version because I got picked on too sometimes. So. Yeah, and that's why I think it's also stupid when people are like, if you don't say something, then you're part of the problem yeah. because sometimes it takes time to think of the productive thing to say right because your impulsive thing to say can actually be counterproductive right or or you overthink it like uh if it, let's take the ch- the the schoolyard one yeah and i see bart getting beat up every day by timmy and i'm the teacher i'm like well bart must be pissing timmy off what's bart doing yeah yeah, yeah. Like, but you know and like that's a, a, a joke but a real thing in, yeah. in sports they always say the second person gets caught so me and, me and bart in yeah, basketball and bart true. bart fucking pinches me or knees me in the leg playing basketball and yeah. i give him one of these i'm getting the foul every single time yeah so Teachers aren't dumb. Yeah. They might think something like like they don't want Bart to get beat up, but they think their kids being kids or Bart's fucking around or Bart kicked him in the nuts first. Yeah. Or you know, it, it it is slightly more complicated than bad good. Let me stop that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. So for me, I was I felt compelled to say something, and I also wanted to make sure that because my initial feeling would be like grabs him by the shirt, wake the fuck <laughs> up, you got to fight for your life, you know. And then the people were like, what the fuck. Bart, Bart's uh, he's a white supremacist, you know, like he's he's supporting the Asian yeah. hate. I'm like, no, I'm not, you dumbass. So I have to figure out like the right way to kind of like formulate my thoughts and then uh, and and say it. But I did feel, and although that uh, piece of content is outside of my norm, I think for me, I just felt like the world was getting, or at least the Asian American community was getting too unbalanced. Mm. So I, that was like my way of trying to go. Well, there's another perspective, guys. Sure. You know, like there's. I, I know we need all this awareness and I, and it's good that people like that, like Obama is tweeting about it, but that's not going to help like a specific street in Oakland where grandma's getting their ass beat. The grandma's not going to be like, you see Obama tweeting about it, you better stop <laughs> hitting beating my ass. It doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah. yeah. No, and I think you went about it kind of like, well, how we started this whole conversation too is like not only your intent, you thought about it, but how you would do it is so true to who you are as a human, which translates to who you are as a content creator. You found an expert, and you've even mentioned like three times that you like learning from people. Yeah. And so you grabbed an expert beyond you, even though you have some training in, in guns and martial yeah, arts yeah, and self-defense. Yeah. You're like, well, let me go find the bad, baddest ass yeah. and heal, and then we'll just talk about some tips yeah. that maybe we could help some folks. And you know what's one of the, stupid- education. One of the stupidest things about that? So uh, I went on IG Live with Tim Kennedy because mm-hmm. I've taken one of his uh, tactical trauma courses, and I know he teaches like all kinds of stuff. Um, one of them he teaches a situational awareness class which yeah. is it's great for like um it's great for everyone actually but it's like people at home with are like they just want to feel safer feel more in control of like their house and stuff like that so okay i'm gonna take a guy who's literally like james bond like yeah. he fucking jumps out of planes dives into the oceans and is like you know like he has to get behind enemy lines and do crazy shit and i'm gonna have him teach a class on how to be more aware of your surroundings so you could be more safe or protect your loved ones one of the first comments I see when Tim comes on, it's like, why do you have a white guy on? And I'm like, 
because he's the fucking best at yeah. this, you dumb yeah. fuck. Like this has nothing to do. Why are we do. drawing lines now too? Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? I'm like, what's the? Because he's the fucking best. What do you want me to do? Like find a, uh, like the the Asian parking lot security guy who doesn't know anything. <laughs> like cars are getting stolen right in front of him. Yeah. I'm like this. I'm like this is why there's like a lot of times like sometimes I feel hopeless as a uh, yeah. as a content creator influencer because like you feel so much and you want so much good to happen. And then, like, you put out, like, a piece of content. You go, you have a bugger on your ass. You know? And you're like, oh, my God. We're, we're like, exposed. <laughs> we're exposed to so much more. Uh, obviously, the consumer is, too. But content creators are exposed to so much. And, yeah. obviously, mental health is a huge thing with COVID. And uh, even stuff like this. Like, it, the media, like, the world, it seems so chaotic. It seems like it's swayed so one way. Uh, John Mayer said something similar once about how much exposure you have to individuals like and he had like exact stats he's like back in the day you're supposed to meet i'm making this stuff up because i don't remember but you're supposed to come across uh 300 people in one day and 10,000 people you would know in your lifetime mm-hmm. he's like now if you have any kind of audience you're getting 100,000 people a single hour and wow. you're meeting you know t- t- 30,000 a lifetime so the exposure and judgment and all this stuff so much more like you said you get yeah. now you're double thinking and putting out this content although it's from such a true spot because little fucking Timmy's stuck in his echo chamber and now doesn't want to trust a white guy with a beard yeah <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. you're like this white dude's taking an hour out of his time this guy gets paid to do this and now yeah. he's doing it free on the internet to help your ass not die yeah 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 or get punched yeah he, he was training all day long and and uh to have his back even more so he comes from like probably like the more right side of things right sure and on the extreme right those guys are even trying to say that uh the whole like stop asian hate thing is a, is a hoax it's like a yeah, me- media yeah it's like it's not even real so for someone to go you know what i don't care about left or right my true goal is just to make sure humans are safe and we sure. want to protect them yeah I might even go a little bit against the people that usually have my back for what I think is a greater good. Yeah. And for someone to do that and for the first, one of the first comments to be like, but he's white. I'm like, oh yeah, my God, you. dude. Yeah, uh, you're making this guy not want to come back. Yeah. But I, I agree. I'm and like, that, how do we have allies in that way, right? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. is such a awesome like key theme is like, Tim Kennedy, who I've never met, I've followed him on Twitter for a decade, but yeah. like same thing. Like he believes his truth, yeah. and he went and did it. Yeah, I don't care who I'm teaching as long as it's not a bad guy, and I want to help a guy get better. Yeah. yeah, well, we are always kind of dancing on the the knife's edge of personal responsibility. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Because if you if someone becomes a victim, and they were in a situation that they may have had control over, then we, in a way, we kind of want to blame them a little bit, right? Yeah. 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 But at the same time, like there might be a reason to blame them because like I, I try to avoid any situation where I'm going to be a, a sure. victim and, and I don't, I try to think I have the same rights as everybody else. And other people would tell me that I have more rights than everybody else. Cause I'm a white guy. But what comes, what it comes right down to is that, you know, threats are threats. Danger is danger. And you should be looking for that stuff that, I mean, that's pretty basic for everyone. And it used to be pretty common. I don't know if maybe it still is that uh, they do self-defense courses for women to, if they were attacked, like, or, you know, yeah. to, what to do in this, in a circumstance that you don't expect at all. And it isn't just about words. Sometimes it's about physicality. It's about getting yourself out of a situation and that should be okay. Right. And we should be encouraging that we can say, yes, a woman should never be in that situation, but there, there's too much reality around the fact that women are in those situations. Yeah. And that's why I like the uh, situational awareness seminar that Tim Kennedy was teaching. Cause it's almost beyond like what we think the societal, responsibility is it's just he's like you know when you're in a, an environment you need to uh figure out and find and identify the unusual thing sure. right so even if you're on a hike and you hear yeah. rustling in the bushes yeah 
maybe move off to the side <laughs> so the mountain lion is now that f- much further from you. So right. this is snake or yeah, some right. other yeah, motherfucker yeah, anything, that yeah, wants to kill yeah, you. Anything. This is outside <laughs> yeah, of yeah, like apolitical. of yeah. color, po- yeah. po- po- politics, or anything. Yeah. Like what he is teaching is how to avoid danger. Yeah, I right? am anti Randall Snake, but I'm just not trying to get bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I liked about what he was teaching, where he was like, you know, a lot of these circumstances. Even when I was a kid, like when my mom would go to the ATM, she'd be like, you stand behind me and look around and see if there's a random like parked car that's just sitting there mm-hmm. or cool. if yeah. something happens, like yell, right? Yeah. But then if you if you watch the uh, a lot of these videos, a lot of people are just stuck on their phones, like, you know, heads down or in the subway or something. And there is zero situational yeah. awareness. So it, it's not to blame the victim, but the victim could have been preventative in the way they went about their day. And yeah. that's just all he was just trying to do. Yeah, we're to not pointing fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how yeah. can we all... Watch her ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you're in circumstances you don't have any control over and, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that's that's a thing, too. But um, my, my son sitting over here is, is one of the, like, hyper most hyper-vigilant per- people I know. He can tell any place the, that we are, he can always tell you how to get out. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Safely. Yeah, I do little things. Uh, we talked to Tony, uh, Real World Tactical, back in the day oh, yeah. around the Miami fights about similar things. Yeah, and I've, I've had, like, similar things like that my whole life, too, where, like, at a restaurant, I always just kind of like to be against the wall so I can see the door mm-hmm. with, yeah. with whoever I'm with, and I just kind of watch. And maybe it's come a paranoid dude. From some good fellas, maybe or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> only, yeah, it's, yeah. Mafia <laughs> drama as a kid, yeah. but yeah, like shit like that. I just you know like little things like that. I'm sure I'm sure there's tons of lessons to learn. Um, heavy, a lot to unfold. Yeah, uh, but we should probably go. I should wrap this one up. Um, shout it out, man. Where can people find you? Uh, you can go to my Instagram, Bart Kwan. Or you can go to my family vlog channel. That's Bart and Geo on YouTube. You can see me, my wife, and my little kid. And we do all kinds of uh, fun adventures. And if you want to check out our gym or apparel or supplements, go to barbellbrigade.com. Beautiful, man. Appreciate you hanging out. Uh, excited for the day. we got some filming to do. Uh, Third Street Barbell, Instagram, 3SB.co. I'm Solomon Mike. Anywhere you want to find me. Ratings review always help. Uh, if you guys share this on Twitter, Instagram, love to see it. Appreciate you guys. And we'll see you later. And all the social media. This show is 50% facts. Where percent is the word? 50 is just numbers. Talk to you next week. Bye.